Hello and welcome to episode 101 of the Pen Addict podcast on 5x5. The Pen Addict is a weekly show where we discuss pens, paper and the analogue tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley and I'm joined as I am every week by the Pen Addict himself, Mr. Brad Dowdy. What's going on, Mike? Hey man, how you doing? Good. Is that boring? Is it I didn't boring get a now? This week. Huh? Huh? What, what did you say? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't get a nickname this week. What's up with that? No, is it boring now? I think no. it's boring now. But I don't I don't have the brain capacity anymore. Yeah, bum. That that part of your brain has been shut off. Yeah. So no more no more nicknames. Even even if I wanted to, it's not possible because I've removed that part of brain functionality. It just it's been burnt away. <laughs> I think you were burned away by all the uh, the feedback we got off uh, last oh, week's man. epic episode 100, huh? It's probably the well, no, not probably. It is the most feedback I've ever had for any episode of any show I've ever done. <laughs> Are you serious? Bar none. It has been constant all week. It has been constant. Like I woke up. After re- replying to a bunch of tweets before going to sleep on Tuesday night, I woke up to maybe fifty, and that was before you had even started replying. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I just want to say something, listeners. Now I haven't said this to Brad yet. I think about Brad when I'm replying to tweets, and I don't include him. Brad includes me, <laughs> so every <laughs> single person that I thanked, I then received another message. From Brad later on in the day. So I would just be scrolling through just his face over and over again. <laughs> Is that bad Twitter tweeting protocol? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, you know, I, sometimes you do it and it's, it's uh, and I'm thankful for it if you answer a question because then I know I don't have to answer it. But yeah. just on this week alone, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it, it didn't help me so much because it was yeah. just lots and lots of, of Brad's, Brad's face. There's nothing wrong with that, is there? If anything, it's probably made my week go a little bit better. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, you know, it it was really, um, I didn't know what to, I mean, I kind of knew what to expect in the general terms, but until like we wrapped recording and sent it out into the wild, you don't know what's going to happen. And then, you know, within like 30 minutes, you know, people are starting to pick up on it. Um, and you know, I watched a bunch of the, the tweets and everything roll in and I, I just wanted to say how thankful I am to have the audience that we have and to, to be able to do this every week and that, um, these people out there are listening and, you know, I'd love to point out specific people to say thank you, but that would be just impossible in the, the amount that we got. So I made an effort and I know Mike did too, just, I, I made sure that, you know, to thank everybody who who sent us a tweet or an email or a message of any kind, you know, I would just wanted to thank them individually um, for doing that. So that's why you got a lot of uh, a lot of extra of my face in your feed this week. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to take it this week because you know it was well worth it. And we we spoke a lot last week about how um, the show is awesome because of the listeners and like how great you are. And this week, you definitely showed like in the last week, you've definitely shown us. Um, how amazing you are, and word definitely. is word has definitely spread about the show because, in a strange turn of events, we had about a fifty percent increase in downloads. Wow! Uh, than usual, which is kind of strange because I don't know if you'd listened to the show before if you were going to get anything out of last week, um, like because I feel like it was it was pretty much just. 
us talking about us. But if you're new to The Pen Addict, which you may well be, um, thank you so much. And uh, we've definitely got some, after, we, after we've after uh, we done the follow-up, we've got uh, some really cool stuff today. That, so you'll get a feel for what the show tends to be like on a, on a more weekly basis. Probably Brad will cry less this week. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Like He might still cry some, but probably a bit less. Yeah, so two two things on that. Number one, um, our friend Thomas Hall, he, he pretty much nailed it on this one. Um, he said that, he said essentially that if Mike's girly drinks, you're now crying, boy. And I kind of, I'm kind of upset about that because I now can't give you as much grief nope. about that because now you have something to hang over my head like I've been hanging over yours for all these years. <laughs> and two, my parents sent me an email. They, they're listeners of the podcast. So, hey, mom and dad. Oh, um, that's awesome. I didn't know your they, parents listened. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, so they just, they listened and said, oh, we were tearing up too. And it's oh. you and Mike's friendship. So awesome. And that y'all just did a really good job and things like that. So it, it was nice to get uh, a note from them on the show. But um, it was it was cool. Last last week was awesome. So it was um, it was definitely kind of, kind of mind-blowing. I mean, the entries we've had for the contest. Oh. What, what did you did you have a number in mind? I didn't have a number in mind, so, so I'm I'm good with what we're at now. But you, I think you kind of had some number, phantom number in your head, right? I thought if we got fifty, <laughs> there was honestly a big part of me at one point that was concerned if we'd have enough people fill in to even give one gift away to everyone. Like I was worried, like oh, what are we gonna do if we don't get five people that fill fill in the thing? Um, I was concerned. I was definitely. I, I was like, "Oh, but what if we only have a few?" And then I was like, "Well, if we get fifty, that's really good. I feel like with fifty, then we will." And I think fifty was my number that we spoke about, obviously off the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember if it was fifty or a hundred. Um, I was like, "Well, you know, I think if I forget fifty, then I'll be happy because it means that uh, we'll at least have enough that." when we do like the random number drawing uh, to allow us to, to give out, you know, the prizes, then it will be fair. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. there'll be enough people that it like will, there, there know, was a minimum. Yeah. Like if we have 50 people, then it will, I don't know. To me, that just feels good rather than there being 20 people. So it's like a one in four chance of winning. And I feel like it needs to be a bit more than that. Mm. So currently as we, as we stand, Right now, we have 477 responses, <laughs> which is way more than I expected. Like, just the sheer percentage of people compared to the amount of downloads that we have every week. That percentage of people that have entered is insane, and it is increasing every single day. So, there is still time, because you still got just under a week, right? Right, yeah. We're going we're gonna to finalize the prizes next Monday. So we can announce them on Tuesday's episode. So the the competition entry uh, form is still in uh, the document. If you if you listen to the show, just go check it out and uh, try and fill in a few questions. As we said before, you know, we, we haven't got a sort of a, a strict limit on how many answers you need to give, how many need to be correct. Just uh, give it a go and see how you do. Yep, and um, you know, go back if you 
if you somehow missed last week's episode, you still have time. So make sure you get back in there. Yeah, that you definitely um, do, and you should definitely, definitely be be uh, going for this. But no, I knew I knew it would be several hundred entries. Um, I didn't know that we'd actually crack like five hundred or so. But just doing the basic giveaways on my blog, I know there'd be enough. I know there'd be at least be a several hundred that would go in and fill out the form and you know try to win one of these awesome prize packages. And on top of that, we sold what like one hundred and thirteen T-shirts so far, something like that. Again, yeah, that, I was no, worried we would sell thirty. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we have to sell thirty. I really, really hope that we'll sell thirty, and mm-hmm. we've sold one hundred and ten, which is insane. So, <laughs> I've I've sold t-shirts once before when I, and I mentioned this. I used Teespring for the seventy decibels t-shirts, and we sold ninety three in two weeks, mm-hmm. and we sold one hundred and thirteen in one week. And again, you can go and buy the t-shirt um at the point now like we tried to sell them for and not intending to make much money from them but now because we sold so many of them it's profit which is good which helps me and brad do this show so Mm -hmm. there is now an added incentive like if you enjoy the show it's a great way to now now before it was just we want to make a t-shirt for everybody we feel like we've done that now Mm -hmm. so if you enjoy the show and want to help support me and brad um and also, if you want to help try and fund uh, Nakaya for Brad, uh, <laughs> go and buy a t-shirt. And that's at teespring.com slash penaddict. Yeah, and you still have another week or so for that, too. I think it expires like Monday night or maybe even Tuesday morning, something like that. A little under a week left to, to get that. I can't wait to, for people to get these in the hands. I can't wait to get mine. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this t-shirt thing, to be quite honest. <laughs> So hopefully um, we'll, we'll see them out in the wild and we'll see some pictures. Maybe we'll have to have a, our own, uh, our own uh, Flickr photo set or something. Yeah, I was, I was going to say I wanted to do that, actually. It kind of sucks because so many people are going to have one before me. I remember the Seven Festivals <laughs> t-shirt. Maybe for like nearly two weeks, people were sending me pictures of them wearing them. I was like, it's my network. Because <laughs> yeah. obviously it takes longer to ship them to, to outside the U.S. Mm-hmm. And they, I think yeah, I they rem- give they give estimations of it all. But I remember getting mine super quick once it closed. It was here like fast. So yeah, they, still, they still wear it all the time. Teespring are, are actually really awesome. I I've, I've been super impressed with them and pleased with them on the times that I've used them, and this time too. Uh, if, you, if you are someone who wants to sell a t shirt, they just, just go for it because they're they're a great. It's a great way to not have to worry about it. Like we could have got t-shirts printed ourselves and all that sort of stuff, but um, this means that we don't have to worry about any of it. Like we don't have to get a stock and try and work out how many to make that sort of thing. Yep, totally worth it. Totally worth it. Well, we got uh, back to some normal topics this week, Mike. So um, we got the Atlanta Pin Show coming up. But um, oh, I have one more piece they- of follow-up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go uh, Shelterwood. Yeah, so you've spent, got to spend some more time. Spent a week with it, and loved them. Good, like, I love it. I'm really, really happy. Um, it seems that after a bit of usage, uh, the the they they staying open. Like you remember, I mentioned originally that I, it wasn't staying open. I was writing in it. Yeah, it's doing that now. Okay. So for me, that was the only point that I didn't like has now been kind of cleared up. 
because Good. the the idea of them not staying open when they're closed is not an issue for me, and it's proved not to be one. It's just my pen just clipped to the front, or I've got my phone on it, or it slid under my keyboard, just like all other field notes. The paper is awesome. I love the covers. I've already had a couple of people. I was sitting in a meeting on Monday. So this is the first day I had them in. Right? Oh no, no, I hadn't. I had them in for a few days. Anyway, it was. Just, I was in a sitting in a meeting on Monday. And somebody sitting next to me, and I'd said something in the meeting, and I put my notebook down because I had it in my in my hand. And they just he the guy literally picked it up and just looked at it, like turned it over and, and then put it back down again. Because he was like, <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, yes, made of wood. And he was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so there you go. That's that was funny. that was exactly that was actually it was that was the guy that I was hoping to and expecting to get that react kind of reaction from. He was the yeah. one who I've mentioned before had like commented on pens in the office or had come over. He once came over to my desk to ask to see my pen, what was in my pencil case because he'd heard that I had like a, a big pen case or whatever. He's a, he's a hidden addict. I think Secret he might be. Office. I think he might be. I don't, ha- I don't have any of those. I don't have anyone in my office I can commiserate with over pens. He so that's doesn't why I do it over the internet. Well, see, he doesn't use anything fancy, but he's just interested in nice things. Yeah. You know? he-, he has a pebble. Oh, okay. He has a Kickstarter edition pebble. So, you know, he's just, he's, he's, I think he's kind of similar to me in those sort of regards. Yeah. He's tuned in a little bit. Indeed. So, we have a new sponsor. Woohoo! We have a, an excellent sponsor. All of our sponsors are excellent, but this one is super excellent. And let me tell you who they are. They are Pen Chalet. Now, Pen Chalet, let me tell you about what, what Pen Chalet do. You can probably guess, right? They sell beach. No, they don't. <laughs> they sell pens. Obviously, they're a pen, sale, a pen uh, website where you can go and buy awesome stuff. And let me tell you about the type of things that they do. So, Pen Chalet sell authentic, amazing rollables, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more. I mean, I'm sure you've already gone to penchalet.com because after mentioning that, I mean, what more do you need to know? If they're penchalet.com and I'm calling them authentic and amazing pens, you know they're going to be great. They And... So here's where it starts. Here's where it starts to get crazy, Brad. They have all of your f- favorite brands. They have Monteverde, Pelican, Pilot, Namiki, Sailor, Kawiko, and are, of course, an authorized dealer of all of them. They have so many more brands as well. But I went onto their website and was like, I'm going to pick these ones out because I know the Pen Addict audience are going to love to hear that Pen Chalet have these brands because they're the brands that we all use all the time. We talk about these brands every week. They have really fast and really reliable customer service and they run special discounts twice a month and they include closeout specials every two weeks. So they're always doing loads of great deals as well for stuff that they've got. They're adding new styles of pens. Every single month they've got new pens on there. You can go over to penchalet.com and check all of their new stuff that they've got. And as well as the brands that I mentioned earlier, Penchalet sells a bunch of limited edition pens, and they also have all the pen accessories that you need, like carrying cases, pen holders, refills, fountain pen converters, and so much more. They have free shipping on orders of $50 in the continental United States. And I mean, come on, pen addicts, you, you're all spending more than $50 every time you make a pen order, let's be honest. And they also have uh, really reasonable shipping rates internationally as well. And as I said before, once you, even when you're adding on shipping, once you've got the benefit of that conversion rate, you're kind of golden. Pen Chalet has low prices on high-quality pens, and they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. 
which I love to see. Now, this is where it gets even better for you. Go to penchalet.com, that's P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, and you want to use the code PENADDICT. That's going to save you 10% off your order at Penchalet. But even more than that, if you go to the website, you go to the page, and you click the podcast link at the top of their website, and right at the top it says radio slash podcast. And if you enter the password, PENADDICT, not only will you get your 10% off when you go to buy something, you will also be given a page of special offers and even more savings that you can get over at Pen Chalet. Thank you so much to Pen Chalet for sponsoring 5x5 and the Pen Addict podcast. Now, this is that bit where I ask you guys to do something else. Now, Pen Chalet are a new sponsor. We think they're really cool. I love what they do. They have some great products. They have great service. And I want them to sponsor the show again. So go and use them. If you've got a pen that you're looking for and they've got it, buy it with Pen Chalet and you get 10% off, right? There's the deal. You get 10% off from free shipping if you're in the US. Um, you get 10% off if you're outside as well. But, you know, as I mentioned, you have to pay for shipping, but you get the exchange rate on your side. Um, they, so, yeah, you want to, you're going to get your 10% off. But if you do that, then they're going to want to come back and sponsor us again. If loads of you guys go over there and use Pen Addict as the code, I don't ask for a lot from from of this sort of stuff, but they they these are the exact type of guys that we want to see sponsoring the Pen Addict all the time. So, thank you so much to Pen Chalet. Go and support those guys because they're supporting us. Yeah, I, this is this is awesome, and I, I have a few few things to mention. Um, one, you know, I, I've talked to them over email. I haven't ordered from them yet, um, but I will try to. Like maybe I'll order something while we're on the show, but I, I've talked to them over email. Seem the founders seem like really nice guys. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they're based out of Arizona, not too far from uh, where our friend Mr. Mike Dudek um, is. And I think he might have even met these guys. And and they, he he told me about them. You know, told me they seem like you know super good guys. And and they have certainly put together a beautiful looking website. And the brands that they have chosen um, are the best part about it. I think you know. Pelican Pilot, Namiki, Aurora, Conklin, all kinds of cool stuff. And you'll see a bunch of a uh, bunch of my pen, pen friends have been reviewing pens from them uh recently. Um I know Ed Jelly has and a few other and uh Mike Dudek has and a few other people have. But uh, while while you were um uh, doing the read, I think I found like one of the best deals on the site. And I this one <laughs> this totally wasn't planned at all. But I, I did put in um the the code pen addict and radio podcast and on that list came up the pelican m205 that i love so much and you love so much you know which one i'm talking about mike of course i do 9750 no way way really so it's a yeah they're usually run about 130 from most other sites right now they're on sale for 9750 they have the black one which i have do you have the black one uh i don't know i I have the black one they have black taupe and white um the M205 for 97.50. That's um, a really good price. Like I said, it normally runs about 130. So um, make sure you hit the view more special offers. Yeah, and then if you get 10% off of that and free shipping, so you're looking at what about 90 bucks um, to get that get that pin off your uh, wish list for such an awesome pin. That's a that's a really good deal. So I just stumbled across that while you were talking here. But um, yeah, the site looks good. Um, they they do a beautiful presentation job. The brands they carry are awesome, and uh, I'm gonna finish scrolling through here after the show and uh, see I if I can say, order something up. Eighty seven seventy five. Yeah, that's how much you get it for. Yeah, 
that is a that's a steal, man. That's a, Penn that's a steal. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> go Penn Chalet. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Wow, that's that's an incredible offer. I didn't notice the uh, the Pelican in that list. Yeah, I haven't gone through everything yet, but um, that was something I noticed immediately. So, um, you guys go check that out and um, and buy them all up, sell them out. Pilot Metropolitan fourteen ninety eight mm-hmm. before discount. So this week's pen blog of the week is more of a uh, pencil blog of the week once again, and this time it's Pencil Revolution. My friend Johnny Gamber, um, I wanted to give a special shout out to him. He does an awesome job. It's one of the oldest um, pencil pen analog tool review blogs that I know of. He started way back in 2005 and he's finally converted me over to the dark side into the, uh, the wooden pencil realm. And, um, it's a pretty fun place to be. Um, Johnny's does a great job, um, of reviewing and photographing and, and, um, talking about all the products that he uses, but you know, he's in following him over the years on Twitter and on Instagram, you know, he's gotten me into, um, he gets his, he gets his, uh, kids really active into like the pencils and paper thing. And so I'm trying to learn from that and get my kids, you know, like he gives his daughters like some field notes and some pencils and that's kind of her, her fun thing to play with. And, you know, I've kind of, you know, picked up on that and give my kids, you know, the same kind of thing. So they know, they have the special tools that daddy daddy gets to use too. So I, I appreciate Johnny, you know, doing that and sharing that um, with all of us. So um, y'all probably already know about Pencil Revolution, but if not, you should definitely um, add that to your to your reading list. And he's also part of the uh, the the three musketeers of of Penciledom who do the uh, Erasable podcast. So you can check out him on Erasable too. So Our nemesis. thanks, Johnny. Our nemeses, yes. We'll always be basically 100 in front of them, so. <laughs> Unless they start doing one a day, then we're in trouble. Then we'll have to do two a day. That's right. That's well, right. Can't let them catch up. I don't want to do that, so please but, uh, don't do one a day. Yeah. But they're doing a really good job. They just had episode three earlier this week. I listened to it. Um, they gave me a couple shout-outs. I appreciate that. And, um, yeah, definitely check them out. So um, thank you, Johnny, for being awesome. All right, so you know what this weekend is, Mike? Um, let me think of something. What is this weekend? What's no, going on in your neck of the woods? Nothing, nothing that I can really speak to. Nothing for you? Well, for me, it's Atlanta Pen Show weekend, and that's always a big deal for me. Um, well, I'm going away for the weekend, but that's not necessarily what people are looking to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so... Three. This will be my third. Yeah, this will be my third Atlanta Pen Show, and usually starting about in January. I know it's coming up in April, and I start getting anxious and you know start saving up the uh, the secret uh, the secret fund for um for my Pen Show exploits. And you know this year I is going to be I don't know I think better than ever because I'm finally getting it, it takes a while to kind of get into the flow of what a Pen Show's like. I remember the first time I went in. 2012 I was a deer in the headlights I had no idea what to expect um no idea necessarily how to handle myself you know how to deal with the vendors how to you know purchase a fountain pen that was the show where I purchased my uh black matte pilot vanishing point my first you know kind of expensive fountain pen you know I'd had some Lamy safaris I think before then but nothing else so that was where I broke down and got um got that um, vanishing point. 
So that was kind of my first experience. And I just re- I mem- remember being like really nervous and just kind of running around the show, just like not really knowing what I was doing, not real comfortable talking with the vendors and not real comfortable handling, you know, the pins on, on the table, which they're more than happy to have you do. So, you know, by the time last year rolled around, I felt, okay, I kind of got that first experience out of the way. And now the second time I'm going to come with a shopping list and these are the things I'm going to look for. And, you know, I had a much better experience just because I was more experienced going to a pin show. You know, it is a little intimidating the first time. So the second time around, you know, I had an idea, a better idea. I picked up a few things on my shopping list and was really, really happy. You know, I I met the Andersons that year um, from Anderson Pens. And, you know, I talked to a bunch of other vendors and found out what they were doing. Um, I had some nib work done, which I'd never done before. Um, by Mike Masayama. So it was a real kind of um, branching out experience last year. Now this year, as I'm I'm getting ready, I find that I could almost go with no list, if that makes sense. Like I have a general idea, but not necessarily any like very, very specific pins that I want to pick up. Like last year, I had some very specific pins I wanted to pick up, and I, I think I maybe only got one on that list. Because the, the the pin show, you just find different things. It's about exploring and trying new things and trying new brands and talking to people and, you know, maybe discovering something new. So I've got a general list, which I'll go over. And But I think out of this list, you know, I might end up with one of the pins I have listed on here, maybe two, because I'm just going to kind of take it all in. Because last year I went... And I found some other things that were very cool. Like I found an Edison Pearl, which you don't normally run across. And that was just something I had to have. So, you know, that's what it's for, discovering new things and and finding new pens that kind of really fit your style and things like that. So one of the things I want to look for this year is a vintage pen with an ultra flexible nib. Sometimes they call them a wet noodle. I don't know if I'm going to go like super, super flex or just kind of like a a medium flex, but more super flexible flex. than like a falcon. <laughs> what? <laughs> super flex. Super flex. Um, but there's a couple of brands that are kind of known for that. Um, Waterman makes a lot of, or made a lot of older pens with really flexible nibs. And uh, a brand called Maybe Todd back in the day made some pens. So I'm going to check. There's usually a, bu- a bunch of vintage pens outweigh modern pins by a large number at pin shows i'd say so i should have a lot of choices there but i remember last year like one of the things i wanted very much was a parker 51 do you remember that sure do and i i knew that i was going to come away with a parker 51 just because there's so many available at a show like this well i looked at dozens and dozens and dozens and none of them spoke to me like Either the color wasn't right or the I condition exactly wasn't good enough. I had the same. Enough. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, I, I went through the exact same process that you did when I went to the London Pincher. Yep, exactly. So I thought for sure I'd be able to find a good vintage Parker 51, and I came away with zero. So I'm saying that I'll have lots of options and lots of choices, and I should be able to come away with something that I like. Um, but maybe I don't. You know, This pen's probably, I'd say... 
I'm kind of ballparking like a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars for that pen. Um, but I'm not dead set on coming away with one if I don't find one that I like. Um, kind of like I did with the Parker Fifty One last year. Like I had to have a Fifty One, and I was disappointed that I didn't get one. But in the end, I mean, everything worked out fine. One of the pens I'm definitely going to come away with, and I don't know which model exactly yet. But Franklin Kristoff is. They're only about. They're in Raleigh, North Carolina, so they're only about eight hours. So they bring a bunch to this show, and they have usually have like three huge tables of stuff. Um, they've been coming out with a few new models. That Smoke and Ice Pocket Fountain Pen I have, they made a larger model. I don't know the exact model number off the top of my head. Um, I'm going to look at that one. And since the two smoke, the, I have the Smoke and Ice and Fired Ice Model 40 Pocket, I want to get one of the larger size. And both of the ones I have have cursive, ita- cursive italic nibs. I want to get one with a needle tip this time. So that's the one pen you can pretty much bank on me coming home with is something from Franklin Kristoff with one of um, Mike Masuyama does their needle tips, their cursive italic nibs, and um, I want to come home with one of those. That's for sure. One I probably won't come home with, but it's kind of on my watch list is the the Stormtrooper Vanishing Point, the white barrel with the black trim. For some reason, I I can't figure that out, and maybe a listener can help me figure it out. And I've actually um, emailed Brian Anderson about this. Is this doesn't seem to be like a full release Vanishing Point? Like not everyone carries this one. Like the the gunmetal one that they released last year, everyone carried that. It's like a normal line, normal stock line pen. This white one with the black trim, not everyone carries. Like Colt Pens has it, but it's at a premium to the regular line. So I don't know if this is some kind of special edition or what, but if I can find one for a reasonable reasonable price, I want to get that. Dude, can I just stop you for one moment? Sure. And I'm sorry to do this, but would you be able to to pick me up one of those Masayama, Frank, and Christos, if possible. <laughs> yeah, well, let's look at. Um, we will look at the site, and I want to show you the new ones that they've come out with, and then we can pick one out for you, and I'll get it for you. That would be amazing. Yeah, so we I, will work on that. I really want to get one, like bad. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just really want one, and uh, and this, yeah, I just haven't got around to it yet. Okay. Yeah. So we'll figure out the model and the nib, and I, I would wager I should be able to get it at the at the pen show. So uh, let's do a little shopping. Oh yeah. I like this. I like this uh, this uh, across the ocean uh, shopping spree mm-hmm. that you're having. <laughs> um, one of the new vendors that's going to be there this year, and I didn't realize it till last week, but uh, Van S Pens, which we talked about when I talked about the Ackerman Inks. Remember that uh, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. or maybe even last week. Um, they're actually going to be at this show for the first time. Um, they're based out of Arkansas, so they're going to make the drive over. And um, they tweeted out, you know, hey, does anyone want us to bring anything from the store? I said, are you bringing Ackerman Inks? And they said, we are. We're bringing about 75 bottles. Do you want us to hold any? So I, I picked out two colors that they're going to hold for me when I get there. So I'm excited to go talk to them um, when I get there and see what else they have. Um, they're pretty much the only ones in the U.S. that carry Ackerman Inks. So... Uh, I expect those to go quickly. Uh, they said they're bringing about 75 bottles or so, and uh, they're going to hold two of them for me. So I hope to pick those up on Saturday. One of the things that you got me um, thinking about was when we were talking about the Pelican M205 just a minute ago from Penn Chalet. 
and you actually bought a separate gold nib for yours because the, the 205 comes with a steel nib, but they're easily swappable, right? Yep. So you bought you bought the 14 karat gold. Which nib did you get? Um, I'm going to say medium. Okay. Yeah, so you got a medium. So I'm thinking, I don't know what the availability is going to be, but I'd like to get a spare nib unit for my Pelicans just to have. Um, something like a stub or a curse vitalic nib. Um, I don't know that that's going to be the availability is going to be there. The, um, the benders who were there last year have the full stock of Pelican. They're not going to be there this year. So I don't know if anyone else will have, um, all the spare nibs and stuff. So we'll see. That's kind of on my radar. I'd like to get something, uh, that I can swap in and out because I, I've come to the realization on the pins that I really like, I end up having like what, like an extra nib for each of them. Like I'll have a extra fine, you know, nib and then I'll have something like a stub or an italic nib that I can swap in and out. However, do you you have a gold nib for your Pelican? I do. Well, I have two Pelican. I have three Pelicans. I have one M405 that actually came with the gold nib that I got ground down extra fine and it works really, really well. And then I have the M205, and then I have that the pinstripe one that we both have that Thomas Hall sent us. And both of those have steel nibs, so I have one gold nib and two steel nibs. Okay. Do you have, do you have a question about it? Or, I was just no? going to ask because I was going to say if you don't have a gold nib, then you have no idea what's about to happen to your life. Yeah, they're pretty crazy. I just love that pen so much. I, I keep using it now like it's my pen. It's my pen. Like, Yep. Just it's... Yeah, another reason why you have to take advantage of that deal that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, really. You have to because, and I'm not just saying this because we mentioned it earlier, like I use that pen with the Fuyugaki ink every single day and I just don't want to use anything else. Like I was thinking today, like I have not bought a new pen in a while and that was part of the reason why I, I, I would like uh, Frank and Christoph, especially with a Masayama nib, because there'll be like two new things for me. But mm-hmm. I, I realize I've not bought a new pen in a while, and it is because of this M205. Like, I just, it's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. No, I, I'm glad you like it so much, actually. And, and I mean, everyone who's who has one seems to love them. And it took me a while to get on that bandwagon, too. But once I did, it was pretty obvious how great of a pen that is. And that's just a really good deal, not to totally pimp out pen chalet. People are going to think we're on the take or something, but... Well, I mean, they are paying us, so it's, you know, it's just kind of as much on the take as you can be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are a paid <laughs> advertiser, but still, I mean, they didn't ask us, they didn't ask us to pimp that. They didn't. I just happened to stumble across it, across it, and that's a really, really good deal. So, um, yeah, check that out, because you can get extra nibs. I'll have to go see if they have extra nibs. That's one thing I didn't look at, so I will see if they have something like that if I don't find something at the pen show. And one thing I'm definitely doing um, is getting a couple pens, uh, uh, nib grinds done. I don't have as much as I normally do because I've got pretty much everything that I want in the the proper condition that I want it. Um, I think I am going to get my my Sailor Black Luster. It's a Japanese medium nib. I think I might get that ground down a little bit. I, can't um, I love help. I love how it writes, and I'm kind of scared to do it. So I'm I'm kind of on the fence on that. That's the Sailor brand. The branding is so. It's such so unfortunate when you talk about it. <laughs> you mean all the innuendo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's such happen. an unfortunate <laughs> brand name. I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think about it. Obviously, when I, when I say it out loud, until you remind me what I've just said or something like that. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not as childish as you, Michael. Uh, you're not. No, no. You're <laughs> I'm. I'm more. <laughs> yeah. I'm more. So I, I'm going to you know, get on Mike Masayama's list because he's going to be there. Um, one of the few pin shows he's attending this year now that he's moved to Los Angeles. And I wanted to get a nib done by Pendleton Brown, who does a, who is well known for his cursive italic nibs. So I want to get one of those done. Um, I know our friend Keegan from One Star Leather sent him a couple pins, and he raves about the work that Pendleton did for his pins. And I haven't had one uh, um, done by him, so I want to get that done. So that's kind of my general list. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure what's going to happen is, you know, I might come home with one of these things. You know, like I said, the Franklin Kristoff plus the Ackerman Inc., which is already pretty much on hold for me. And then I'm just going to wing it and see what I can find. Um, you know, Brian Anderson always has some some great uh, – Brian and Lisa always have some great vintage pens plus all the new pens, um, the new modern pens. I want to see what sailors they bring. Um <laughs> Now I can't say it without thinking <laughs> about it. <laughs> See what sailors they bring to the show. <laughs> Hello, sailor. And um, see, you see, this is what I I'm know. talking about. I appreciate that, Mike. <laughs> and you know, like I, I've recommended to people who it's it's their first show or even you know tenth show. What you want to do when you get there is number one, if you're getting nib work done, get on the list, and then number two. Walk around the entire show, look at every table, look at every pen without buying anything. Take it all in. Talk to people, see what they have, because a lot of people have the same thing. You know, the prices are, are generally the same. Um, but you, you want to take it all in first, kind of get the lay of the land, and then kind of go into uh, shopping mode and, and, you know, go back to those tables that you had seen before where they had a couple things that you were interested in and, and you know, talk to them and try out the pens and, and things like that. So it's uh, it can be overwhelming if it's your first show. Um, but all I can say is, you know, don't don't let it get to you. Everyone that I've ever dealt with vendor wise has been more than happy to help and answer questions even what you might think is a stupid question which i've had plenty over the years and still have plenty um they will absolutely help you out i mean that's what they do so these these people have way more experience than you know me and you put together so you know rely on that experience and and let them help you out and um they're more than happy to help so it's a real friendly crew um I expect the show to be crowded on Saturday, which is good. So that keeps all these vendors coming back to it. And uh, I am could not be more excited. So I guess n- next week we'll see uh, what I come home with, right? I'm really excited. I love when you go to the pen shows. Because uh, thinking about last year, how much the show changed and you changed after the last pen show. Like looking at some of that stuff that you bought that you came away with, those fountain pens and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. That was like a big. Uh, th- th- some interesting stuff came out of that last year, and over the last year, it's, the show has it's changed. It's been a huge transformation. Yeah, like um, just a couple of the things that you bought, and it spurred me on to go to my first my first pen show. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's a really cool experience. I hope that that people uh, listen to this, and if you're in the Atlanta area, go. And I'm sure Brad will be around as well, and, and I put a link in. I know that you're looking at trying to meet up with people while you're there. Stuff like that. Yes. So I'm going to be there all day Saturday. Definitely reach out to me on the blog or on Twitter um, if you want to meet up. I've got 
several people I know are going to be there already. Um, Jeff uh, Bruckwicky, obviously, my not co-partner. He's going to come with me for part of the day. Um, my other co-conspirator at the Pentag, Mr. Jeff Abbott, I know is going to be there. Um, so we're going to hook up on Saturday. And uh, several other people. I know Heath from uh, Pen Paper Ink Letter, he's going to be there on Saturday. All kinds of readers are going to be there on Saturday. Um and then the show ends at five o'clock on Saturday, and I just wanted to have a specific time if anyone wanted to do, you know, have like a pen attic meetup um, in the hotel bar. Um, they have a pretty decent size seating area in there from like five to seven that night, which I, I posted all this on the blog. Um, from five to seven that night, we'll just hang out in the bar and see what everyone bought and just kind of chat and meet and greet and things like that. So just a real informal, non-official type of thing. So just if anyone wants to show up, that they are more than welcome. I'm trying to get Brian and Lisa uh, to show up there, but I, I need to remind them. Um, they may have other plans um, and other because I know they do several meetings and go out with vendors and things like that during these shows. So I'll have to see if I can round them up for that. But um, I, I really look forward to it. It gets, seems to get bigger and better every year, and I get more involved in it every year. I'm actually going to be sitting at the um, Southeastern Pen Collectors Club table. They asked me to come over and sit with them for an hour or two during that during the show. So I'm going to do that, and um, it's going to be cool. That's um, cool. What are you going to yeah, do? I'm, just sit there and look pretty? I have no idea. Yeah, just I guess just sit there and say, "Hey, hey, buddy, next year, mm-hmm. you could be yep. son." <laughs> it's like you remember the guy that he tweeted you. <laughs> he said, "Hey, won't you come uh, to the pin show?" He was actually looking for me. Oh. Do you remember that last week? <laughs> yeah, and then he. Yeah, yeah, and then he yeah. kept asking me questions. Yeah, hey Tom. Tom listens to the show. <laughs> hey <told> Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but next so year, we'll see. yeah, you so could be next, s- maybe next year. We'll we'll uh, we'll get Mike to fly over. Well, and we'll do a we'll do a live oh, pen addict uh, podcast from be, the uh, the pen show. Do you know what? I should probably we should probably make that happen. Yeah, one of these years. But like we'll next year, you could have your own table mm-hmm. selling not co products. You know. Yeah, we were supposed to this year. We just couldn't catch up enough inventory wise. So next year, we definitely plan on it. Oh, I was maybe next week. What we were going to talk about knock. But we'll save it oh, okay. for next week. Yeah, we can save it till next week. We'll probably have a little less follow up. Yep. Well, uh, yeah. So when is the show? It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the eleventh through thirteenth. And what day are you going to be there? I'll be there all day Saturday. From I think that it's open. It's open from ten to five. So I'll probably get there about nine thirty. I'm having breakfast with one of our mutual friends uh, that morning, Mr. Aaron Mankey. Oh, um, awesome. So I've got lots going on on Saturday, so it's it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good day. And do you have a budget? You don't have to tell me what it is, but do you have a budget this time? I guess so. <laughs> I have a general budget, yes. <laughs> I have an amount of money I'm taking, <laughs> but it's more I'll, money than I have to spend. <laughs> no, I have an amount of money I'm taking in cash, and if I am overcome with lust i will for for a sailor yeah for a sailor i will go higher i don't see that happening though based on last year's experience i kind of i kind of have an idea so and based on the things that i'm looking for you know something would have to like the the only problem i foresee with me and my budget is there's a there's a couple of pens by, by visconti that are amazing that they've come out with um, that I've been really looking at, 
Um, well, I've shown you the Visconti Wall Street, I think, before. Um, and I know the Andersons carry it, so we'll see. <laughs> it's a very expensive pen. But I, I'm kind of, I'm still holding out for that Nakaya, so I don't want to go too insane crazy on the budget because um, that's still, I wanted to get past this pen show before I bought the Nakaya, so we'll go from there. Unless they, uh, unless they have one there, of course. I've never seen one in the two years I've been, so... If they do, do you think you might might do it? How much are the clients? Absolutely. They start around like the base ones are around six hundred. Between six and seven. Okay, go buy some t shirts. Yeah. I doubt I would found find the specific one that I would want mm. there. With all the specific the the exact right color and the exact right nib size and the exact right furniture on it. So I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to order whichever one I want. If you're going to be going to the Atlanta Pen Show this week or just in general and you want to connect with Mr. Brad Dowdy on the internet, then you should go to penaddict.com and you should also follow him on Twitter. He is at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. Um, my name is Mike Hurley. I am at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. I do a bunch of shows over at 5x5.tv and talking about that. If you want to find the show notes for this week's episode of The Pan Addict, go to 5x5.tv slash panaddict slash 101. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Pen Addict. Um, thank you so much to Pen Chalet for sponsoring the show this week. Thank you all for being awesome, especially if you've bought a t-shirt or, and or entered the giveaway. If you haven't done either, then you should consider it. Until next week, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.